Funny how I finally flipped the script on ya. You know why you double dipping, yeah. You so sloppy how I caught you slipping, yeah. You're off the beast. Run me my keys. You know why you nothing, yeah. I ain't even got the miles to trip on ya. No phone. This is me. All right. So. Y'all talk to the artist. I'm going to get my laptop as well so I can make sure I watch it a little bit as well. But, um, yeah, let's breathe, y'all. Don't forget to come and pick up your hood. JT as well. And yours, Chukli, your boy, the twin. You know, I was almost about to cut you off. I had to get kind of insane, but I ain't mean it, though, KT. You all right. All right, all right. But we are this here, ladies and gentlemen. And we had to start off right there with that uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Um, and it's only right for the culture. Um, hold on. We got to get our... Because we back. This is the first live. Yeah. This is the first live episode we done done in a hot minute, y'all. Hot, hot minute. And um, pretty much we got a lot we're going to, you know, unbaggage today. Or we got a whole lot to unpack. 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 That's, what, that's what I want to say. Make sure we, on, we, we live on Facebook mode, KTZ. Y'all, gotta, y'all got y'all phones. I'm, I'm using my phone, y'all, to make sure we got this live oh, we feed. We got the notification. I, I, you know, we I got the notification. That's, I'm going to invest in another phone. That's going to be my next thing. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't. I haven't really fully charged my GoPro like I should have, so that's why, you know, I really had to use my phone to make this happen. Okay, then. What's up, Facebook, though? So, hold on. Am I cut off a little bit more? You are cut off a little bit. See, I don't I like it. So, you on. need to change it. Oh, you need to... Hold on. We got so much stuff to talk about, though. First thing, we're going to, of course, we do our local spotlight, as always. Yeah. Um, we're throwing a fit party that's going to happen tomorrow, so yes. we want to talk about that. Now, and since we're talking about that, KTZ, just to sh- show the brotherhood a little bit of love, just a little bit of love. Am I still cut off, y'all? Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Look, you can slide in a little bit. Yeah, slide over just a little bit. I don't, don't want to okay. you know. All right, yeah, but I'll be in here. Other than that, we, I just we want to show y'all. We are happy vaccinated family. We are happily vaccinated, y'all, <laughs> and family. Right. And I'm gonna slide over just a we little bit too if I need to. All right, look, so hey, there we go. Everybody, y'all, look, right look all right, <laughs> y'all got y'all phones. Other than that, I, I gotta focus, okay? But because I'm gonna guide us, and we are gonna keep the day's flow and show popping off like we normally do. But I am glad that KTZ talked about the festivities that we have going on for tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I know that you all hear it loud and clear because I made sure we have the um, iRig hooked up so it makes sure the audio is very clear along with the music and information that we're going to share from some of our audio clips. Double or nothing quality sound production. Yes. Just a little shout out. Just a little shout out, you know. But. Ain't it Tandy? Shout out to my twin, 2020. He would be here if he just wants some everywhere. But. in on today's show, since Kayla already talked about um, our festivities for tomorrow, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Now, the clip that I'm about to share is from Mr. Paul Nicholson. 
the uh, CEO and founder of the Brotherhood. Okay. Okay. And I just had to give him a little shine time because we kind of stayed with our generic format when it comes to our advertisement we for did. our fit party. So this clip right here is pretty much a shout out Paul and the Dunk Gods for all the things that they've been doing behind the scenes with Kayla and bringing this great event that's happening tomorrow at 4 p.m. I'm Paul Nicholson, director of The Brotherhood. Along with me will be Desmond Falcon, one of the highest jumping twins. We are partnering with Kayla Taylor from the Ronald Valley Community Health Initiative to bring to you a five-on-five basketball tournament. Sunday, July 11th, from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Halifax 4-H Club. Be sure to bring your family and friends to this amazing nonprofit event. Our mission is to provide an opportunity for people in the community to be active in healthy competition, gain personal enrichment and exhibit positive mental attitude as mentors for more information about the brotherhood and how you can become a partner or help with upcoming events please reach out to us via email at jwbrotherhood at gmail.com or via phone at 252-220-2293 all right ladies and gentlemen make sure you share that information with any friends family <laughs> oh, here we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm gonna bring you back to the beginning. And then we're gonna play that big Ooh, shot. Look how they got served. Uh, <laughs> 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 look, I had to give a little love, man, right there for Paul. Um, but um, not only um, since we're talking about that, you know, I just know we're gonna have a great day tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. Yes. So we're gonna be at the 4-H Rural Life Center mm -hmm. in Halifax off of Highway 903. It's like if you're going down 301, getting into Halifax, you bust that right turn right there to like where the Dollar General is. Keep it straight out. The 4-H um, Rural Life Center is gonna be on your right-hand side. Mm -hmm. It's a humongous space. We got bouncy houses. We got free food. And we got food that you gotta pay for. Just wanna make that clear. Just wanna make okay. that clear. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen next. Okay. 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 Well, we're doing five on five basketball tournaments and we're going to do like in a rotating style. We got yes. Concrete Rose Dance Academy coming out to um, dance. We okay. Got the Star Elite Squad um, steppers that are coming out to dance. Okay. We got plenty of people coming to turn up tomorrow. Of course, like you heard, the highest jumping twins, Dez yes. and Mon, they're going to be out there. So make sure you come out, have a good time. We got food on the grill. We got free food, bouncy house. Houses. We got a game truck coming. Yeah. And we got a game truck coming. you are going to be um, giving some nice prizes to, or pretty much for some seniors that's going off. Yes, we to are blessing 12 seniors okay. with um, packages, 12 graduating seniors mm -hmm. with packages to go to school with. Um, we got them, we got them TVs, y'all. We got them um, pillows, hampers, bathroom sets. We got them a lot of good stuff. Ready yeah. so for we want college. To, we, and this is a, and um, as Des would tell y'all, this is a very, we're, very community oriented. Very community we want to. We always want to show the hood love, however we can. So y'all show us love and make sure you come out, right. check us out. Um, we're gonna be there. Look, Shonda, something, something, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I love my people. <laughs> Look, Shonda is okay. Shout out to Weldon. Right. Okay, shout right. out to Weldon all day. Right. Um, and I'm looking forward to turning up with y'all. We got DJ D Twin gonna be mixing. He he act the fool sometimes mm. on the mm. ones and twos. You two, know, so you know, eight, you definitely eight. don't want to miss that. Yeah. It's summertime, so we going from four to seven, four to eight, however it rolls. Yes. So you know, come on out and have a good time, and that's our 
local spotlight. That is our local spotlight. We want to make sure we got that out to you all. Um, we've been sharing the flyers. We've been sharing the, um, the promo clip. We've been hearing it on the radio. And we just want to make sure we give you all a last friendly reminder. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to probably pull up at a location a little later and go live just to remind people of where we're going to be at for tomorrow festivities. So just want to make sure we make you all aware of our local spotlight for today. All right, now our next topic for today, KTZ. Nick Cannon just welcomed his seventh child into the world. Um, The reason why we thought this story would be important is because Nick Cannon is, Wild and Out is coming back out. Um, Wild and Out is back on the air. You know how we like to wild out. Um, It's a good show and that kind of thing. Um, But Nick Cannon is all over the place. And if you are watching right now, let us know how you feel about this because um, I don't know how many of y'all may follow Nick Cannon in that regard, but Nick Cannon made some comments that were anti-Semitic. Yeah. And anti-Semitic means that you like anti-Jewish, like you don't, you know, mm-hmm. no believe Break the Holocaust down. was real, you know, those kind of things. Um, and what he said, what in essence, what he said, and I'm, I don't know this word for word, but in mm-hmm. essence, what he said was that black people was the real Jews. Right. Now, I agree with this. Now. Personally. You know, and I respect his opinion as well, you know, and we know the world kind of pretty much crucified him for that. And not only that, KTZ, I have an audio clip from when he was on NBC about him not truly. He apologized for it, but he kind of felt like, you know, he just he he felt like a matter of fact. We're going to play the clip. Play the clip. We're going to play the play clip. The clip. It's, 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 play the you clip. Gotta hear it. You got to hear it. Because I wouldn't sure. apologize. Let me make sure. Just, let me make sure. I believe. Who said let that man live? Mm-hmm. Look, he, gonna, he is living. Say he is living. He is. And Viacom is letting him live now. For real? With a big check. With a big check. Let me see. Is it this? And Miss Shonda said we're going to bring Wild and Out to the community. Ooh, that's a good idea, Tonight's edition of Soul of the Nation features the first network interview with comedian and TV host Nick Cannon since he sparked criticism for amplifying anti-Semitic language on his podcast last summer. Lindsay Davis sat down with him for the interview. Good morning to you, Lindsay. Good morning to you, Amy. Those anti-Semitic comments and conspiracy theories that he espoused caused outrage and at the time cost him his job with Viacom. Well, since then he describes himself as being on a journey of atonement and he makes a big distinction between that and an apology while an apology is just words nick says that he is taking action nick cannon is not asking for forgiveness but after what he said this past summer many think he should bigoted comments he made on one podcast threw his stardom and future into a tailspin you can't be anti-Semitic when the Semitic when, when we we are the Semitic people when we are the same people that you, you who they want to be. Mm-hmm. That's our birthright. That's our birthright. The Cannon's class episode featured Richard Griffin, aka Professor Griff, who had been kicked out of Public Enemy back in 1989 for anti-Semitic comments. He and Nick retread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and questioned the birthright of the Jewish people. The reaction was swift and widespread. Nick lost his deal with Viacom CBS and stepped away from a daily radio show. His road back meant more than apologies. He sought atonement. 
in Hebrew they call it, you know, teshuva, the, the process of, of not only, you know, repenting, but through that, if you're ever met with a, a similar situation, that you make a different decision. His journey began with the rabbis. When I watched the piece and uh, there was somebody there who was saying, uh, I'm not even a real Jew. Right. That, that goes right to the heart. I hurt people. I'm going to lean into it. I want to understand why I hurt you. Why? What? What did I say? What are these tropes? Educate me. Nick's quest for education isn't new. Last year, he finished undergrad at Howard University, and he's now pursuing a master's degree in divinity. My journey's not going to stop whether the person watching this forgives me or not. I'm still going to hopefully do this process, be on the right side of history, and bring people closer together. Viacom has acknowledged Cannon's efforts and is now back in business with him. He believes that this is the beginning of a necessary and ongoing dialogue about tensions that have existed at times between the black and Jewish communities. You can catch Soul of a Nation tonight at 10, 9 central right here on ABC. Amy. Thank you, Lindsay. I watched that Soul of a Nation interview yeah. with him and he backtracked on everything that he said. Now, I understand not wanting to offend different groups of people. Right. But black people have been offended since the dawn of time. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't... Um, keep, keep going. I'm you, can, you, you can tell, like, okay, I understand why he wanted to not make people feel uncomfortable because you definitely don't want to isolate nobody, especially if you in entertainment, that kind of thing. But at the same time, if you don't stand for something, if you're not going to stick to what you say, then you're not going to have a very... But he spun it very well. They said that he articulated his his apology very well because he took the stance of, I, I'm, I'm reflecting on what I'm saying. Okay, and reflect. He, you know, he took the stance of, like, well, educate me on your perspective. So he had... To, I think his intention was to retract his statement because he needed he needs to stay in the limelight. So All right, I'm back, y'all. Now, I'm gonna be honest. Hey Kane Makia. From my perspective on this whole situation and circumstance with um <laughs> Nick Cannon, um I think the deal that he has with Viacom was a really big deal. And it really played a part in his decision to apologize and go on this road of educating himself in order to, uh, let's say, have a better understanding of the circumstance and situation in order to be careful of his responses when he talks about um, Jews and other ethnic backgrounds true so i do commend him on that side of things of doing what he feels in that capacity in order to show um his respect for other races and cultures of people um but you know his truth was his truth what he said on his episode of his podcast was his truth and um even though we are in these United States, we have to be aware that, you know, 
I, I, we, I'm going to say this. You should be unapologetically you and understand that even after the consequences and things that came about that, you know, he would bounce back after that. He was able to bounce back because he, he, he back. He's, he's back. back. He is back. So it worked. Whatever he did worked. I don't know. Look, it worked enough for him to keep making these babies, though, because he just well, he's had four children in four one year. Four children in one year. He just welcomed the seventh child. Um, shout out to Mariah Carey, his first baby mama, who is the love of my life. I did not um, know he was. That was his first baby mama. Uh, I'm gonna need you to know. Yes, Moroccan and Monroe are Nick Cannon's first Mar- child. Moroccan Mar- and Monroe. Mariah Carey. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. Elusive Chanteuse. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. All right. But yeah, um, I'm gonna watch Wildin' Out when it come back out. Oh yeah. Um, that's my show. Like Shonda said, we're gonna get Wildin' Out to come here and do do you know, yeah. turn up with Yo. us one time. Right. Let me be the host. Just right. Let me be the host. Right. We're looking forward to that. So we're gonna roll how look, Nick Cannon, if you hear this, like he don't Yo, have he, for real. Is he on our radio too? I'm not sure. He yeah, probably he is. had the, that's where he made his announcement on his podcast. Oh yeah. Right. Okay, well look, I Heart Radio to I Heart Radio. I Heart Radio to I Heart Radio. Oh, yeah. Look, we can we can We can wild out. We can wild out. We got plenty. You feel me? Don't get us we a got shirt. M- material. You for feel days. me? And, and we'll rock out. Baby, put us on stage. For get them, real. Tell Vicon where the camera's at. We ready to go. Yo, all right. Where, where we at? All right. Now, and all right. So beyond his first, because they were, were they twins? His first he kid. He did have a yeah. Moroccan and Moreau are twins, and he done had another set of twins. So who is the 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 the, the mama of the, the next set of twins? The other baby mama. I don't know, but this seventh child is this um. It's this white lady. So we're going uh, we to just skip from Alyssa the first Scott. two all the way to the last one. Right. From the- <laughs> so she's not the one that had the twins. We're going no, from the first. Sky is not the one that we're going had, to the dozen. had the twins. I mean, <laughs> well, not, back. Welcome not a back, dozen, maybe 12, but half a dozen. He got over half a dozen kids already. Yeah, he got a lot of kids. But two sets of twins, that's kind of makes it much. It makes, that's hey, a cheat Jeff, code. Hey, y'all. Y'all feel, turn up on this Saturday afternoon. For real. Look, I think. Y'all better see every last one of y'all Everyone, Every last one of y'all. Four to seven. Halifax, 4-H Royal Life. Y'all know how I rock out for y'all. Y'all better come out, show your love. Right. We're going to play basketball. We're going to eat this food. We're going to jam. We're going to do electric slide. All right. that good stuff. All that. All Bounce that. Bounce house for the kids. Game truck. All they that. They can do whatever they want. All that. All of that. All that. For real. Bring your twins out there like Nick Cannon. Calling <laughs> <laughs> nah. all twins. Nah, but bring all your children. If you got seven months too, okay? For real, though. For real, for Shonda real. Shonda said she coming at three. I ain't got time. Yo. I'm not playing with you. <laughs> but, Girl, yeah, you know but listen, if you coming up. at three, yeah, you going to be helping us set, set, help set up. up. And help us get the kids registered because we're bringing all the kids out early right. so that we can get them situated and put them on teams and stuff so we can watch them play. Right. So, yeah, Shonda, come Shonda, on out at Shonda, three. We'll see. I see you there. <laughs> Thank you. Show Shonda, now. what do you think about Nick Cannon, though? She said, "Let that man live. Let him live. Let him be great." Because okay. she, you know, she a wild now fan too. Yeah, so, nah, I ain't well. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna be on. Shout out to Darren Brand. Um, um, what they call and him? Shot um, with Kamaya Snack Shack. Big, big. Uh, say it again. Shot, shot with Kamaya Snack Shack. Already, already, already. Um, Darren Brand. Um, I know. I I remember him from college. He's always been funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm, they call him what big. Big Baby D or Big uh-huh. something like that, and he's a, a great comedian. He's he does his thing outside of Wild and Out as well, um, and he also has been working with MTV on some other stuff. But big shout out to um, Nick Cannon for you know getting things back on the road with Wild and Out. Right, and who is also fun fact if you didn't know he's from North Carolina. Who Nick Cannon? 
From, is it from Winston-Salem? Winston mm-hmm. Yo, that, that's crazy. Yep. You the movie I mean? The Wood, yeah. I think, is uh-huh. loosely based on his life. Wow. Okay. Or The Brunt, whatever the br- it was. It's one of them. The I would we'll come back to that. Anyway. But big shout out to Nick Cannon being a North Carolinian. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my fit. Let me get my fit. Oh. There we go. There we go. You know, that last couple episodes, Mo had me pressing the wrong effect button. Right, I right. Wanna, I remember that. I didn't want to do that this switch episode. Up, so I'm yeah. still learning <laughs> which color switch. is which. You know, we didn't want to switch this up. But this episode is why lie in July, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to make sure we shed light on the facts. And we ain't going to let folk just cap and get by, you know. Ain't no cap. Mm-mm, not in no July. Cap no capping on the cap. in July. Now, so we've already gave you all our local spotlight as well as shed light on Nick Cannon's life and um, his anti-Semitic comments, making his apology. And um, now Viacon is working with him on returning the show while and out. Now, another topic, and I'm going to be honest, y'all know we got to dive right into this. Uh-oh. Know we got to dive right into this. That tenure, <laughs> the tenure. that the tenure. UNC Chapel Hill tenure. You know, I'm I was appalled when I heard this story because UNC Chapel Hill is one of North Carolina's greatest gyms, right? And we don't want to be seen across the nation and the world as some people who don't respect Black people and what they bring to the table, right? Especially us Black women, we gotta uplift ourselves and each other, but. At the end of this, what happened? Not, oh, not only that, she is a graduate from the UNC system. But I'm going to let her tell her story. She's going to, because I'm going to be honest right now, y'all. We're going to just dive right in. Let's go. We reported how University of North Carolina trustees agreed to offer tenure to journalist Nicole Hannah-Jones after weeks of controversy. She is here with us now for her first interview since the offer was approved. It was approved last week, Wednesday, July 1st. Nicole Hannah-Jones, we welcome you to CBS this morning. Thank you so, so much. What have you decided to do? We just heard the vote was 9 to 4, offering, offering you the tenure. What have you decided? Well, I've decided to decline the offer of tenure. I will not be teaching on the faculty of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. It's a very difficult decision, not a decision I wanted to make. Uh, And instead, I'm going to be uh, the inaugural night chair in race and journalism at Howard University. So many things to unpack there. First, let's start with you declining the offer. The vote was nine to four, clearly in your favor. There are some people that could say, You said you wouldn't take the job without being offered tenure. They offered you the tenure, and you're still saying, thanks, but no. Absolutely. Because? Well, because look what it took to get tenure. So this was a position that since the 1980s came with tenure. Mm -hmm. Uh, The night chairs are designed for professional journalists who have been working in the field to come into academia. And every other chair before me, who also happened to be white, received that position with tenure. I it had never been denied. No one had ever been denied tenure before. Exactly. And I went through the tenure process, and I received the unanimous approval of the faculty uh, to be granted tenure. And so to be denied it and to only have that vote occur on the last possible day, at the last possible moment, after threat of legal action, after weeks of protest, after it became a national scandal, it's just not something that I want anymore. Because there were two chances, it seems to me, they could have voted for tenure in November. Then you heard that the tenure offer was being pulled. Did anybody explain why it was being pulled? 
No, Gail, to this day, uh, neither the chancellor or the provost or anyone on the board of trustees has ever told me uh, why my tenure was not taken up in November, why it was not taken up in January, and even uh, the public statements about needing more information about my credentials. Uh, they voted without ever asking me or receiving any additional information than what they had in November. Now, at one point, I believe there was an offer that you could work there, you could teach for five years, and then they would reconsider tenure. And it seems at one point you had accepted that offer, right? You I did. You to do that? And what, what changed your mind? Well, I accepted it after going through months and months of the tenure process. This is my alma mater. I, I love the university. The university has given me a lot, and I wanted to give back. It was embarrassing to be the first person to be denied tenure. It was embarrassing, and I didn't want this to become a public scandal. I, I should get it. That's, that's a real thing, though. Right. When you are, um, as somebody who went to a predominantly white institute, yeah. UNC Charlotte, pickaxes up, all my Niner fans, mm -hmm. um, it is. When you want to be on the forefront of change and making a difference in your community and have your alma mater try and play you like that. Right, like, right. I know she was saying, like, I know she was thinking during this process, like, if We're I... Is I, I, yeah, like, is this really happening? Like, I graduated from this school. I teach you. You would think I would be, as a black woman who graduated from this university, I would be one of the first ones yes. in line to get tenure yes. when the process came available. But yeah, no. And she was the only. She's only the second um, black woman to been offered tenure at the university. Right. Period. And so, I don't know. Um, look, look, hold, hold, hold. It's some more. It's some more. <laughs> no, it's seems to become very, very political. Yeah, it's actually against uh, state law for political interference to be part of the tenure process. Mm -hmm. So no, it clearly shouldn't. Uh, every every person who comes up from tenure should be judged by the quality of their work, uh, by how they went through the, the tenure process. You know, I, I, again, it has to be made clear. I went through the official tenure process, and uh, my peers in academia said that I was deserving of tenure. These board members are political appointees um, who decided that I wasn't. And can we say you have a 20-year career with impeccable credentials? Career. Let's talk about the 1619 project, because the New York Times did issue a clarification not a correction. They said they've stood by you. There was a clarification. What was the clarification and how, what is your response to the criticism? Wow, like, sure. So the clarification was that we added two words uh, to a statement on Shout to Gail, by the way. The American Revolution. Right. The what original the text, yeah. right, the original text said that uh, one of the primary reasons that one, colonists decided to break off from the British Empire was to preserve slavery. We added she, that you know, one of the primary reasons that you. some right. of the colonists decided to break off. It was a clarification. Oh, and I think, you know, in academia oh, and in journalism, we should clarify if necessary. Oh. That's never been seen uh, somehow as making a project illegitimate because you try to strengthen and clarify your argument. You know, we've, you, you've, risked, you've released a eight-page statement. I That's encourage people to read pages. the statement. It's it eight right pages long. where you really I take us through exactly what happened. I want people to understand you had offers from many and, and universities and we'll after I'm, this I'm, controversy I'm, I'm, started to arise with North Carolina. I just wanted this to breathe a little bit because it, it, it's just we have came a long way from slavery. It, it ain't seem like it's that you know, long. And, and, and now we're this circumstance and situation, knowing that she has the credentials to be able to serve in the capacity from what she was trying to obtain, it is ludicrous that 
you know, University of uh, North Carolina Chapel Hill would even had allowed this to even get to this extent. But like I said, with us going through uh, racial tension all across the nation, you know, this is just and 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 like like she said in the audio clip, it was more hurtful that she had to go through that, knowing that she was a graduate of the institution, right? And it just it just go. I, I'm glad that so much of this stuff is getting media attention because mm-hmm. it's easy for mainstream America to say, "Oh, slavery happened so long ago. Y'all need to get over it. Like we're not even talking about race no more." Like. No, that is the problem. And I just want everybody watching to understand that here locally, we have opportunities to create some real change and some real progress. Because we live in an area where black people are the majority. So you need to be involved in your local and things that go on locally. You need to support Mm -hmm. your community and you need to support your black professionals who are out here working every day, showing Mm -hmm. up to the job and being authentically themselves. Like you said, bringing what you bring to the table and not taking no slack from nobody because Mm -hmm. we'll be the first to tell you, we're not racist. We no. love everybody. We love right. our white friends. I got white friends. Right. I got Asian friends. Right. I got, you know, Indian friends. Like, I got African friends. For real. Friends from Africa. Like, it's it's not it's not about that. But if you are living in a place with systemic racism, yes. you have to be able to call it out every time it happens so that you can bring attention to it and, and hopes to create change. Right. It's a shame that it had to get blown out to this proportion for them to even, you know what I'm saying, take her tenure seriously because they was just going to let it run. They were. And I know as as a professional myself who has been in situations where I'm the only black person, the only black female there, right. and my opinion is made to seem like it does not count. With all my credentials, master's degree, all this certification, all these places that I all these rooms that I done set in and world leaders mm-hmm. I done been around, it's you still years of experience. Years of experience. Mm-hmm. You still catch it when you're a person of color. It's like they try to make you feel like you don't belong. Right. And so, and this is a, also a rallying cry to our white people as well. If you ain't got no problem with black people, get on and support the cause because right. we need your help. Like, it's not it's not even a game. Right. This is, we're talking about systemic institutions that keep popping up that prevent black people from living their best lives. Absolutely. Period. You're absolutely correct. And this oppression... Hey, Lori Mason. Okay. <laughs> this oppression and um, hatred to ro- toward people who don't look like you believe they should look in order to have the greater things of life should be out of sight, out of mind. But this is America. What Childish Gambino said, don't catch them slipping, though. <laughs> For hey, real. like, this is America. I mean, Batman. I'm, Batman. Hey, you feel me? I, Get your money. Hey, you, yeah, I, I'll play, I will play the song, but, um, you know, <laughs> Warner Brothers, they done already, look, Warner Brothers done already flagged me for Facebook a mix out of there. They shut me down since early this morning. <laughs> that I'm trying to tell you, the but. And you talking about all the black people? Right. You, you, you doing too much. Right. You doing too much. Right. <laughs> mm. But other than that, it's, um, we're just glad um, that she was able to land another opportunity. Yeah. Um, she will be at Howard, Howard University. University. Shout out to Howard. And I think she said she'll be the fifth night 
um, of the School of Journalism. Journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a prestige position there. And uh, you better believe she's getting tenure. <laughs> <laughs> so case closed. Yo, for real. So, you know, I just, um, we, and like I said, when we came up with this show, ladies and gentlemen, the only title we could consider was Why Lie in July. Cause you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie, Craig. If you don't like it, just say that. Yes. I can deal with that much easier than you making up excuses about little bitty things to nitpick and processes and procedures that prevent me from getting to where I need to go. You don't have to lie about that. Right. Matter of fact, Mo, can you pull up the clip real quick on your phone from Beyonce when she said something about success? Okay. Okay. Let me know when you're ready, but I'm going to keep things. Because, ladies and gentlemen, um, each and every individual and all the things we share, we got one more topic. We ain't going to jump on it just yet. We ain't going to jump on it just <laughs> yet, okay? Because we got to share that clip because that clip from um, Beyonce is very empowering. Um, and Beyonce is a artist for all cultures, okay? And um, she said something about um, why she's attributed to her success. So you ready, Mo? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Asked, what's your secret to success? The shorter answer, put in that work. There may be more failures than victories. Yes, I've been blessed to have 24 Grammys, but I've lost 46 times. Mm-hmm. That meant rejection 46 times. Mm-hmm. Please don't ever feel entitled to win. Just keep working harder. Right. Surrender the cards you are dealt. It's from that surrender that you get your power. I'm often asked. Okay. What's your secret? So... Had to share that because she said she lost 40, was it 40? 46 times. 46 times. And she's won. 24. 24. But the pain of going all those times and knowing that she was a phenomenal artist, that could have easily broke Beyonce and we would not have the great artist that she is at this current time. Right. Because I can't imagine my life without Black Parade. You know, I'm trying to tell you. Hey, hey, look. Um, One of my favorite songs is um, Shining. Shining. Yes, her and Jay-Z. But, um, yes. And one more thing that, and we got kind of another thing, but then one of the the last, the last, topic that we're going to talk about in today's show. I'm just delighted that you were able to tell us about it, KTZ, because we do highlight a lot about the African-American community because, as you can see, we are three African-American individuals. We black. Okay, and I'm going to be honest. This is the twin radio, so... The twin radio. I could care less if you don't like it or not. (laughs) This is my show. I'm not doing this on the radio. I'm doing this... On iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> everywhere you listen to your podcast. It's financed by me, by the way. Okay. So Big Baller. Hey, no, nah, I'm just living my best life. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> the whole thing about it is we have a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes and and there are things that go public that we are aware of, but we don't get a chance to talk about it. And we're going to pretty much be enlightened about some information that I did not know. 
you know, KTZ informed us. So I guess before right. you found out about it, you didn't know. And then Mo didn't know. But before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, I think we heard some about a fourth. Fourth STEMI. Fourth STEMI. Fourth STEMI. Now tell me about tell me about the fourth STEMI. So talking about wildlife in July. Because <laughs> is it happening or no? Possibly. It, it, that's, that's, we, we trying to see if they lie <laughs> or not. We trying to see if they lie or not. It is, it, it's, it's still in the works. We're going to say it's still it in is, the works. It is. It's still in the works. Um, people are demanding it, though. Okay. They're demanding that fourth, that fourth round of STEMIs. Um, trying to get it pushed through so that they could get 3,200 um, out to people. And then the little 3,200. Oh, because you know, but listen, this is minuscule. Right. Other right. developed countries have been paying people monthly since bands. the pandemic started. Since it happened. Big bands. Yeah. On top of universal health care already. Exactly. On top of the fact that they all have universal free health care. <laughs> right. So we are behind the curve as a as a developed country. We are capitalist. Capitalist society. Country, okay. okay? Capitalist Very much so. Ain't. So you have if. You yep. have to pay for everything. Everything has to be paid for. Yeah, it does. What was it? Um, uh, what was it? Tom Cruise in the movie was it McGuire? Jim? What is it? McGuire? Jerry McGuire. Jerry McGuire. We played Jerry McGuire. Right. And he said, "Show me the money." Yeah. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what I be wanting. Walking thing. out the door. That. But that's what I'm. I mean, in these United States, pretty much it comes with a fee in order to have the best accommodations or get assistance in anything. I'm just being real. And this whole talk about a fourth STEMI, um, it would be helpful to the American people. But how will this affect our economy? Because you know now everything you gotta, we get, on, you get, you got to write on your taxes. You got to put on your taxes now. You know that's that's we feel like it's free money, but you have to put it on your taxes when you file your taxes. So it ain't really free. You still got to be. You get what I'm saying. Like, they, at first, they were, when uh, Barack gave his first little stemmy, you know, you ain't had to worry about all that. You ain't had to worry about it. Yeah, you ain't do that. Like, here you go. Yeah, you, you ain't got to file this. You know, we it's free money, baby. Now, you file it. <laughs> that made me think about all uh, that me with Trump going to the black church. That's so why y'all get that little money out right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal. But black people are some of the most resilient people in the world. Hopefully, we'll Period. get a, a fourth stimmy. Hopefully, hopefully. But hopefully. like, but we talk about this on our show all the time that um, there is an era approaching and, 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 of, po- right. of prosperity, prosperity and positivity for all people, right. and especially um, led black by people, right. for real. And, and and we've shared it, and not, but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna do too much. But listen, this, okay, we could go we, on. We ain't gonna go back. Yeah, we, we, forever. Hold okay, on. I just want to say this. What, what your mama said. Get the your stimulus check. In order. Get it in order. Is not reparations. It is not. No, it's not. It is not. Far so, from it. So what the United States is doing for the the economy is not specific to the African American population. Right. I just want to continue to put that and out look, there. And, the, and right. it needs to be. And I, I said this. I was like, if I was to ever take a like political platform, reparations would clearly be Number on the agenda. Okay. Period. Straight like that. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. So, we're going to talk about another... What was that thing you, t- you said that I, I told y'all about? I don't know. How- it was the last topic. No, all right, no, hold on, oh, hold on, oh, 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 no, no, we ain't got it yet. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Let me see if this is it. Are you ready, Black? Not yet, not yet. Are you ready? Uh-uh, no, 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 not yet. Are you ready? 
Yeah, right. so hold on. But before we go into that, we're going to talk a little bit about this whole Pfizer right, vaccine right. boost. Oh, right. And right. then we're going to talk about our last, our last topic for today is going to be one truly for the soul, ladies and gentlemen. But. Hey, little sister. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, what's y'all up? Y'all so live. Yes, this Saturday afternoon. And but, I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Right. We be, Not four, playing. Four. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Okay. County rural Yes. And then listen, we're gonna talk about this so-called vaccine booster. Tonight, Pfizer says a booster shot, a third dose of its current vaccine, could offer Americans five to ten times more protection against COVID. Given six months after the second dose, Pfizer believes those inoculated would be highly protected against the Delta variant, which is now exploding across the U.S. The company expects to deliver new data to the FDA within weeks and is also working to develop a Delta-specific version of its vaccine. It comes as new COVID cases and hospitalizations both climb at a dangerous pace. Some hospitals are now in the middle of their most dire days. The competition for beds is higher now than it was during the peak last year. Perhaps the nation's new epicenter, the Delta variant, is now fueling over 90% of cases in parts of Missouri. With the federal surge response team on the ground, 93% of COVID patients in one ICU are on ventilators. We're seeing some younger population become very ill. We see uh, patients becoming more ill quicker than we did before. I'm so glad that's over. Though vaccines are effective against Delta, the unvaccinated are fueling the spike. With a third of adult Americans not yet inoculated, researchers at Georgetown say these five under-vaccinated clusters of the country could become a breeding ground for new variants, putting the rest of the nation at risk. As Pfizer and Moderna both get closer to a booster shot, it's important to note that the FDA will have the final say on one on if one is actually needed. Pfizer also says they expect to release more data soon that shows a decline in vaccine efficacy six months after the second dose. Okay. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. If you haven't gotten your vaccine, um, I would suggest that you do so. Right. Um, I know how, you know, conspiracy theorists and, you know, real super woke people be like, you know, you shouldn't get the vaccine. Right. It's got stuff in it and that kind of stuff. The um, Just a little, a little recap, because we've been doing vaccination work as well. The COVID vaccine does not have COVID-19 in it. Okay. So you're not injecting the virus into your body. This is a protein-based vaccine. It was developed by black scientists um, as well. And just a little bit of um, nine new billionaires were created just off of this vaccine. Wow. Nine? Nine nine more people became billionaires off of this vaccine alone. Thompson, you had to sit all the way back on that one. But it's, it's so it's not necessarily... They're not giving one type of vaccine to white people and one type of vaccine to black people or different races. That's not true. Okay. So if you've heard that, it's not true. It's not. This, everybody's getting the same right. vaccine. Okay. Because I didn't they see them swap it out in the room I was right. in. You know? Exactly. I ain't seen nobody swap it out. Oh, oh you out. black? Oh, let me, let me go get the other. Yeah, let me go get the other. That's nah, not happening. Uh-uh. Okay. That's not happening. <laughs> so while there was a lot of money made off of this vaccine, that's why it's free to the public. You know what I'm saying? These, This is a capitalist society. So that part, is separate from the fact that 
it still exists. The virus is real, and if you want to be protected, um, you know you gotta do what you gotta do what you gotta do. And Get so I, I don't judge nobody. You vaccinated. know, have it your way. I'm fully vaccinated. We're all vaccinated because our lives didn't stop. We kept going. We were still around people and out in the public. And what you don't want to do is pass on a communicable disease. Right. Okay. You don't. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person that gave somebody COVID. Right. right. And uh, you know, a lot of folks need to make sure they come out to the remaining dates of these uh, fit parties because uh, a lot of folk got that COVID waiting and coming off quick. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Right. If I'm you put on honest. that COVID-19. 19. If you put on them 19 pounds mm-hmm. during COVID. You probably got a COVID-40. <laughs> you better stop playing with me. Okay. Make sure you come out to these Get Fit, Stay Fit parties. Um, When's the next one? The next one is tomorrow. tomorrow. After uh, that one. The next one. Is um, July 24th at Cool Springs Community Center in Gaston, and we'll be doing Zumba. All right. We're going to do a, we're going to make sure we set up a, I was gonna say, a, we a got, straight we got interview plenty. to talk about right. all the remaining dates yep. and what's happening. We got that. With those. Instead. Now, since we have already touched based on the update about this vaccine Pfizer booster. Um, before we wrap up today's show, ladies and gentlemen, one of the main reasons we wanted to share um, this episode and call it Why Lie in July, because there was a time where African-American individuals came together and celebrated. It was not televised. Now, this event mm. had taken place during the same time as Woodstock. And if I'm not mistaken, KTZ, it was considered the black. It was called the black Woodstock. It was called the black Woodstock. And tell them pretty much about what we're going to, and then I'm going to share the clip, but tell them pretty much what we're going to dive into next, KTZ. What we are talking about here is a, community festival that happened in Harlem the summer of 1969 Mm -hmm. on the exact same weekend of Woodstock. Exact same weekend. This festival in Harlem was a free concert to the community. Yes. And there were legendary people there. Yes. Such as Nina Simone, who is also a North Carolina native. Mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder, Mm -hmm. um, Gladys Knight, Fifth Dimension, Mm -hmm. B.B. King, Mm -hmm. um, David Ruffin Mm -hmm. came through there. Mm -hmm. Without the rest of the temptations. Without the temps. (laughs) Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody nobody coming to see you, Otis. Ain't nobody come to see Otis, but they, but they were, were turning there for up David. for David Ruff. Look, but I'm going to share the clip of the actual trailer for this show, or I'm, I'm going to be honest, this documentary. This is a documentary. It's a documentary, ladies and gentlemen. it's called Summer of Soul. All right, let's get into it. Are you ready, black people? <laughs> Are you ready to listen to all the beautiful black voices, the beautiful black feeling, the beautiful black waves moving in beautiful air? Are you ready, black people? Are you ready? Nobody ever heard of the Harlem Culture Festival. 
Nobody would believe it happened. Six weekends of major artists. The Panthers with a security and kids were sitting up on the trees. I was nervous. I didn't expect a crowd like that. Something very important was happening. It wasn't just about the music. 1969 was a change of era in the black community. The styles were changing. Music was changing. A revolution was coming together. That concert took my life from black and white into color. We wanted progress. We are black people and we should be proud of this. We were coming together to say this was our world and how beautiful it was. We're going to try to sing a song together. Don't wait for your neighbor because your neighbor might be waiting for you. We believed in what we felt in here. So when we went out, let's go. Let's go do it. If you have not seen Summer of Soul, it's out right now. Right now. On Hulu. Yes. It's a wonderful documentary, and it just explains the power of coming together and doing something positive for your community. It shows how us as people of color truly come together and have a good time without any problems or altercations. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, um, in the documentary, it said over 50, was it over 50? Well, over 50,000 50, people. They people. think uh, almost 300,000 people came out to these shows. Throughout Over the course, the course of, the, of, the of the summer. Of six weeks. Blues, gospel. Oh, my God. Mahalia Jackson was there. I mean, yeah. yep. Historical Gladys, moment. Yes. Gladys Knight and the Pimps. Gladys Knight and the Pimps. They heard it through the grapevine. I'm talking about... Fifth Dimension. Shout out, young, Dimension. shout out to Young Stevie. Young Stevie. Hey, Young Stevie with the afro. Right. Playing the drums. Got on mm-hmm. the good foot one time. Right. And so yes. it, it it really struck a chord with us because those are the kind of things that we like to see happening in our communities. And we know that we to have stay. that community spirit. We've right. seen it. We've seen packed out gyms right. and packed mm-hmm. out yards and parties on that take up the whole block. Yep. And it's just all love. We've seen it. And right. so we want to keep that culture going. We always want to promote that culture. Right. Let that be what represents us. Not the negativity. Not the negativity. Not the hate. Not the violence. But the love. But the, the love. love. And, and I I truly commend UKT for even exposing us to it because like I said, ladies and gentlemen, please get an opportunity to check it out. If you have Hulu, if you ain't got it, ain't got a friend that got it, ask them, can you check it out on their account? Don't ask me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know y'all got that five. Y'all got that fasted. Y'all got everything. You got that five. You know, get on the fast. And um, it is truly, truly a privilege just to see all of our great um, legends on stage at an early age, right. young, right. vibrant, and what has helped led them to be 
the phenomenal artists that they are and the legacy that they have created for themselves. Um, even those who are no longer with us. Right. And it's just, I mean, B.B. King looked good. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He sure did look good in that documentary. He, and he was good. turning it up. Turning. I mean, and this was a free con. They, they turned up. Free. Was for and free. it was a it was free for the concert. Oh, Jesse was Jackson the was there. It Jesse, was like right yeah. after uh, Martin Luther King had Correct. died, had been right. shot. Right. And it was it was really good. Right. Really, really good. So Yay, Tracy. Glad you enjoyed. Come back and see us that's again, good. baby. Yes. But yeah, that's what we wanted to talk to y'all about today. Yeah, so pretty much that was what, and honestly, the core of the summer or so is why, you know, why I kind of thought that the title of Why Lie in July would work for this episode because this content or information about the summer of soul was hidden in a vault. For how long? 50 years. 50 years. They taped the whole concert, all six Concerts that they did, they right. taped all the footage, had all the it footage. It had advertisement too. Yeah, right. it was advertised, and they locked the footage away. No, this this documentary done by Questlove's first time this footage is being seen after fifty years. So that tells you, listen, revolution will not be televised. No way. And they made it clear that no one wanted to touch it at the time. Because what was happening was Woodstock, and Woodstock was the event that was publicized and promoted. And we all are very much familiar of Woodstock and the things that happened there and the artists that were there. But now being exposed to this new information that was hidden in the vault for 50 years is now able to be exposed to some of our young bright minds so they can know that hey just like beyonce said earlier success comes from you know working and continue to work toward whatever your dream after rejection passion after the rejection i mean you have to understand at the time that this was happening it was not peaches and cream no poverty poverty civil unrest racial violence drugs crack Mm-hmm. No, no, not crack. Crack was eighties, right? But but it was coming. It was coming. It was coming. And the assassination of they named at least five. JFK was mm-hmm. assassinated. Um, Malcolm X, Malcolm X, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Martin King. John. What do no? Bobby. Was his brother? Was it? It was Bobby Kennedy. Bobby yep. Kennedy. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, um, the facts are the facts, ladies and gentlemen. People try to bury them. Try to hide it and keep it from those that need to be aware. But it's our responsibility that when we find out information that can help us move forward as individuals and as people, not to cause any separation or division, Come on now. but only to be enlightened of the truth. For if we remain with the veil of a misunderstanding and misconception that these things, these things never happen. Mm-hmm. We are we sadly will, mistaken. We will yep. repeat them, and again. we are for real, and we are pretty much blind leading the blind. So now, knowing that there is knowledge and information out there to help us move forward in the things we dream of, the passions that deep inside, it's only right that we share this with our children, our friends, our family our colleagues, 
because maybe this information may spark a light in their spirit to continue to move forward in whatever great thing that God has invested in their heart. You better preach it. And in their mind to do. We are three young individuals that are strongly about our community. And we will not tell a lie to you when we know the truth. All right now. So it is our goal that we make sure that you are aware and exposed to the information that can possibly help you grow. If you choose not to take heed or value the information that is shared, then that is your choice. But know that in this month of July, we will not tell a lie. You ain't got to lie. So we truly appreciate you all tuning in into another episode of oh i gotta get it y'all i gotta get it y'all i, I gotta get it we ain't gonna press the wrong button this is we love y'all and until next time we gone peace i'm back here with my good friend kayla with some new exciting things happening with the roanoke valley community health initiative yes twin i'm back to tell you about the get fit party series highlighting recreation spaces in the roanoke valley hold on Get Fit Party Series? Yes, we are hosting a family-friendly party, highlighting a fun workout activity, and some good veggies off the grill. So you're telling me I can come listen to good music, have fun while working out, and have some good veggies off the grill? Exactly. Our fourth party will be July 24th at the Cool Springs Community Center in Gaston, North Carolina. Our featured activity will be Zumba. Wow. Listen, it's going to be a lot of fun for the whole family, so you should join us at the Get Fit Party Series coming to a recreation space near you.